This podcast is brought to you by Kingdom at Work. Check out their interactive workshops, events, leadership coaching blog, and more at www.kingdomatwork.com or follow them on all major social media platforms. Kingdomatwork.com. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon as we broadcast to you out of Tampa Bay, but all over Florida, really from south of Ocala to north of Fort Myers, all the way over to Disney, and of course, Jacksonville, St. Augustine, and Folkestone, Georgia, and everywhere around the globe because of iHeartRadio and the streaming services. We're so grateful that you've tuned in today. Just know that we always pray ahead of time that, that God will be leading our conversation because it's so important that we recognize that our workplace it's our mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers, our employees may ever meet. The job that you hold, the work that you do, the people that you work with, none of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus. And you, you may be their only chance. We would love for you to engage with us at iWorkFrame. One of the biggest things in, in understanding that whole idea that our workplace really is a calling is to join the I Work For Him nation. It's not a club. It's not something you pay dues for. It's something you're making a commitment between you and God to be really a change agent in your workplace. Making the commitment to start praying for those people that you work alongside by name each and every day. Looking for ways to serve them over and above what your job requires. Looking for ways to befriend them outside of the workplace. But all along, being a person of excellence in your workplace. Because as Christ followers, we should be the number one employees in our position in the organization that we serve. So we invite you to join the I Work For Him Nation. Go to iWorkForHim.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. That's right. So um, when they go there, Jim, they can really read through what it is that you're talking about and then join it. Um, you, They'll get an email from you. And we will also send them a little sticker in the mail, which helps them to just be reminded of the commitment that they make. All right. Check us out online. Iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. Hey, why would you buy a franchise versus starting your own business? I mean, we all want to save the franchising money, right? Mm, but I got to tell you, what we've been learning this last year, and really over the last several years, as we've talked with Todd Hopkins from Office Pride Commercial Office Cleaning, is that not only if you're looking to start your own business, a franchise from Office Ride might be exactly perfect for you. But the whole idea is when you buy a franchise, when you talk with a guy like Todd Hopkins and his team at Office Pride, you're getting the whole turnkey solution. He already knows how for you to be successful. You don't have to figure it out on your own. And that's why you pay a franchise fee. And right now, Office Pride has got locations available all over our listener area. And we're going to have Todd Hopkins talk to us about that. But we're also going to bring in today into the conversation Orlando Pitts. He's from Madison, Alabama, which is just outside of Huntsville. He's going to join us in a conversation, talk to us about how the Lord is moving around Madison, Alabama, and how God is working in his franchise. Todd Hopkins, Orlando Pitts, welcome to I Work For Him. Thanks for having us, Jim. Thanks for having me. All right. So, Todd, let's just start off with you. I, just a question for you. You, I know you've got some franchise opportunities available all over our listener area. Talk to us about what's going on. Well, we have, uh, we have opportunities uh, certainly all around Tampa and specifically in Brandon and St. Petersburg at, that we're looking for a franchisee. So if anybody out there is listening, uh, think about who you know who really wants to pursue that dream of owning their own business and, and, uh, really would like to, uh, be part of a system that's, uh, has a commitment to honor God. Uh, we're, of course, in Jacksonville. Love that market up there. We've had a great response from the show talking about Jacksonville up there. We, we do have, Jim, uh, Martha, we do have one, uh, who, uh, 
is in the final stages of potentially coming on board and going through training and and um, to get up and running by the end of January. So uh, we're super excited about that. And uh, still, that's a big market, so there's still room for another one up there in Jacksonville, too. And what's really cool, I want to just say, when you, if that deal all finishes up and it's a go, I think for the grand opening, we should do a live show. I, well, that would be great. I think we should do that. <laughs> that okay. That would be fun. But, you know, we know there's a lot of offices to clean in Jacksonville. So, like you said, it's a big market. But um, for our listeners, pay attention to the fact that what they're saying is that there is an office pride um, that's going to open in Jacksonville, which means if you have an office that needs to have con- commercial cleaning done in it, that this is an opportunity for you to maybe check them out into the new year when they open up. All right. All right. So, Todd, it's Christmas time. Is there anything that you do intentionally within the Office Pride franchise system to celebrate the birth of our Savior? How how are you living out your faith at this time of the year? Well, that's a good question. We we I mean, I think uh, as far as celebrating the birth of our Savior, I, I just follow the year round plan. I mean, I, I think uh, there's not too many extra things we do around Christmas time, but I do know franchisees around the country they do their own thing so it's not like it's something that comes from us it's you know they're doing things locally and having christmas parties and uh maybe trying to do something special for local ministry Mm -hmm. Uh, we have a staff christmas party here and and uh you know we celebrate christmas we do send christmas cards that say merry christmas (laughs) you know they have the real christmas message instead of just happy holidays and uh, i think people appreciate that it's it's always fun it's fun to be able to do that and it's fun to live out your faith and this time of year people are warm uh, they warm up to that whole idea uh, of doing that and let me ask you another question when you look back at 2018 and we were almost done we're into the 12th month what's been the biggest spiritual challenge that you face when it comes to your personal life this year oh wow well uh i would say uh distraction i mean i think uh uh, our world is full of it, especially with cell phones, right? So it's it's so hard. I mean, even when in the morning time, uh, my quiet time with God, I usually will have my cell phone right there just to kind of keep track of, you know, don't want to lose track of time. And, and sure as the world, um, you know, I could be right in the middle of a conversation with God and 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 things are going great and then I hear a text come through and I'm guilty. I mean, I, I have a tendency to so now I'm thinking about, well, I wonder who that is. And, and it's, I mean, it's so rude. I, I've got to get past this, but it's so rude to almost like say, excuse me, God, I need to check this text. <laughs> and so I, I'll go over there and, and do that. And then there's residual distraction. When I come back to my quiet time, I'm, I'm thinking about yeah. follow up. So I've got, I've got to get better, Jim, really at, um, it, it just being able to maybe turn the cell phone off during my quiet time and, and not let anything take away from uh, me giving God a chance just to invest in me. And uh, because if, if God's pouring into me, then I can pour into more people. And if that doesn't happen, then, you know, there's a domino effect. Mm. And, you know, one of the things I love about having um, business owners like yourself, Todd, come on is that for our listeners to really hear that transparency and to be like, you know, I don't have this all figured out. I don't have everything perfect. And um, there's things that I'm working on. So that same question as it results, as it, um, relates to your business life. What uh, when you look back at 2018? What in your business life has been challenged most because of you know spiritually? 
Well, I, I think the same goes for business. I mean, it's like <laughs> a tree. You know, when trees going to produce fruit, a tree uh, doesn't focus on the fruit. It's focused on its roots, you know, going down and getting nourishment. And so mm-hmm. uh, personally, spiritually, I've got to get nourishment from God's Word. In business, I've got to be learning and teaching and, you know, getting uh, – information myself, things I can share with our team. So this year has been a great year because we've built our team at the corporate level, and that's and it's kind of given me a little bit of a breakthrough. So I have more time now to actually spend in learning myself. And the more I can learn and invest in my own education and, and getting better, then the more I can teach uh, franchisees and our team. So I would say um, some of the challenges, Martha, that I've had in the past, I haven't had so much this year because I'm surrounded by a great team. It's given me the freedom to, you know, really kind of become the the leader that that I hope to be. You know, invest in myself. Mm, that's awesome. And why don't you, uh, Todd, take a minute and or, uh, introduce Orlando Pitts? Well, Orlando Pitts and his wife Tawanda from Madison, Alabama, and uh, they're a wonderful couple. I. I think uh, probably been a franchise a little over four years. He's got an interesting story. I don't know what you're going to ask him, Jim, but uh, um, maybe he'll be able to share how he learned about Office Pride, and it, he kind of met my brother in the process. But uh, they've got a, a really neat story and uh, powerful testimony. He's doing great. God's doing great things through both of them in the uh, Madison, Alabama area. So they actually have two franchises. They have one up there in Madison and another one down in Birmingham, Alabama. So uh, we're real proud of them. They're they're award winners in our uh, company nationally, and so Orlando fits. All right, we are talking today with Todd Hopkins from Office Pride Commercial Office Cleaning, and we've got Orlando Pitts. He's out there in the field making it happen. He's out of Madison, Alabama, which is just outside of Huntsville for all of you non-Alabamans or <laughs> Alabamians. How is that? How do you say that, Orlando? If you're from Alabama, what are you? I just say I'm from Alabama. I just say, <laughs> we just say roll tide. Here. Roll tide. <laughs> I knew that was going to come up right sooner to, or later. <laughs> went right to college football. All right, so let's just hear a little bit of your story, Orlando Pitts. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? Well, I came to be a follower back in 2002. I was one of those guys who had all the knowledge of Christ, but just never really committed my life to him and uh, had aspirations of uh, being an athlete and probably a legend in my own mind uh, <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> uh, but I, I remember uh, being in the gym and I tore my ACL. And the uh, first time I'd ever been injured and had to go to the doctor and they told me that I couldn't run for nine months and it will be a year before I could play again. And I remember I just sat there on the table and cried. Mm-hmm. And uh, what am I going to do? And I remember after I had the surgery, I was laying on the couch. And uh, it was one of the first clear times I heard God speak to me. And I just heard a quick voice say, where is your God now? I had used basketball and sports and had promoted them as my God unknowingly because that's the only thing that mattered to me. So laying there flat on my back, crutches, couldn't move, couldn't walk, uh, had to learn how to walk again. That's where I figured out I needed something more in my life than what I was doing. I think it was a few weeks later when I learned how to walk, I got baptized, gave my life to Christ, and hadn't looked back since. Hmm. That's a great story. And it, and it's tough that it took you coming to the end of your rope in order to be able to realize God was holding out his rope all along. But it was nice that you were able to realize that without any more destruction happening in your life. How's that oh, yeah. knee today? 
Uh, it, it's good. <laughs> I don't go to the gym anymore. <laughs> All right, it so takes too long for my body to heal up. Uh, well, yeah. that's, that is just the truth of aging, that is for sure. All right, yeah. so at what point in time, Orlando Pitts, what time, point in time in your life did you realize that God cared more about your Monday or as much about your Monday as he did about your Sunday morning? Uh, at what point in time did you make that connection between your faith and your work? I think early on, I just... I just always knew that Sunday morning was just part of where corporate believers gathered together to worship and courage and help each other. Uh, Sunday was the easy point for me. Monday through Saturday was the hard point. That's where the fight started. That's where the fight began. Because Mondays is where you have to live out what you just heard on Sunday. So it, it was always the point where I just always knew that the walk was going to have to be bigger than your talk. And so... You know, Monday morning is where road rage happens and people cut you off and all of that stuff. Sunday is just kind of a good day, right? It's a good day to be around family, friends, and other believers. Uh, but at some point, you're going to be tested and challenged with different obstacles in our, in our lives. And so this is where, through those six days, is where we actually had to learn how to live out our faith. Mm. That's so great. And, you know, um, that's not all of us get that perspective right away. And so that's what a blessing that you were able to see that that's where the rubber hits the road. So, so to speak. So tell us about the path that God took you on to lead you to becoming an office pride franchise owner. Well, I'm I'm always big on God's timing. Uh, I think God is in control of everything. I don't think things happen just, just to happen. Uh, But I actually was on a bid uh, at one of our local schools here. And, um, I uh, met Todd's brother, Troy, who was actually on the bid. He was office pride. I, was, I had my own company. Okay. And so we just kind of ran each other, and his brother actually stopped me and, and wanted to take me to lunch. And uh, he took me to lunch, and uh, he started asking me all these questions about, you know, what I do, how, how big uh, or wall do I clean, what size we are. And once I told him what size we were, uh, and I thought we were doing pretty good, <laughs> his brother looked at me and said, man, you're pretty small. <laughs> And uh, and it was so funny because he didn't say it with any ill will or anything like that, but it really challenged me. And so when I asked him, well, how big are you guys? He gave me a totally different perspective on how big janitorial companies would be, number one, and then number two, how did they do it? Uh, um, and so that I probably we probably talked and communicated for about another nine months or so, uh, and I didn't join Office Pride right away. But one of the things that drew me into Office Pride is when I got around his brother's family, uh, it really told me more about him as a person than it did as a business owner. And so that sealed the deal for us. And we've been part of Office Pride ever since. All right. But you weren't, I mean, you, so you had your own commercial cleaning business when you, but before that, you actually ran your own restaurant, right? Yes, sir. All right. So Iterate. you've been doing this entrepreneurial thing. Is, is that like right out of college, right out of high school? When did you actually get get the entrepreneurial bug? I think uh, most people that know me, because I'm actually from here, I've lived here my whole life. Uh, I've been like this since I was probably in the fourth grade. Uh, I always joke and tell people I had a job in the fourth grade and I almost failed the first fourth grade because I used to fake and act like I was sick just so I could go to work with my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do for her? So we had a we had a large strawberry industry and uh, we would uh, they would go out and pick strawberries and so I figured out that I could make like two or three dollars in one day. For a whole day of work, and so I would act like I was sick, and uh, I would go out to the strawberry patch with her and work until the teacher told me one day, if you miss one more day of school, you're going to fail the fourth grade. And so I had to 
make a decision. I had to make my first entrepreneurial decision right then and there. Do I want school or do I want work? <laughs> and so uh, that's kind of how. So I've been like this. Uh, we 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 just had uh, we had strawberries and we had blackberries and and all of my cousins would come down for the summer and so we would all gather together, pick large amounts, and I would try to figure out how to sell them. So I've been like this ever since I can remember. That's awesome. So we're talking today with Todd Hopkins from Office Pride Commercial Office Cleaning and Office Pride Franchise. I'd love for you to check it out online. Maybe you're thinking about a, a new start for 2019 and you've always thought you wanted to run your own business. OfficePrideFranchise.com, OfficePrideFranchise.com. We're talking to one of his Christ-following franchisees out of Madison, Alabama today. we got Orlando Pitts on, on the line with us. Orlando, Todd said your story as it got interwoven with his brother, and we've never talked about his brother on there, so we... we <laughs> You know, I don't know if there's dirt out there to dish or, or what, or if maybe his brother told you some dirt on Todd we've never uncovered on the air. But talk to us about, you said you watched him. You said you watched Todd's brother, you hung out with his family, and that's what sealed the deal. What was it about Todd's brother's family that you said, wow, that's, I want to be part of that team? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was it's one thing to say you're family-oriented, it's another thing to see it. Um, and so he has a brother here locally and, uh, his lovely wife, Patty and daughter Kirby and their other two daughters. Uh, and so I just got a chance to hang out with them and get to know them, uh, and, and, and watch them, how they interact and how, uh, they just interacted together. And actually Troy brought several office pride owners here for a local just retreat that he was doing. And he actually called me. And I wasn't part of Office Pride at the time. He said, hey, this is not anything doing with Office Pride. He said, I just want to help you get your business bigger and better. He said, so I'm going to be doing a training. I want you to come. I want you to just sit in, even if you just sit in the background. And, uh, let us help you grow your business. And so I was able to come to that and actually see other Office Pride owners at the same time. And there was not competition amongst themselves. Uh, each person was trying to help the other person get better. And I had never seen that, especially – uh, with some of the stories you've got, uh, you know, that you hear about franchises across, you know, the nation. It's kind of a dog-eat-dog-eat world, but I had never been in an environment to see that, and that was very helpful to help me understand what type of business Office Pride was really running. Well, and that's just one example of ways that Office Pride really is set apart from um, other businesses around the country, Jim, and I think that's one of the things that we have really, um, we've witnessed, and, you know, Todd, We've, you wrote a book about um, your, the culture there, and you really lived that out. And so a couple of the books that you've written, The Stressless Business Owner. Um, I can't read your fingers on top of it there, Jim. Oh. I can't. <laughs> Sorry, Man, Ted. From, I know, right? You, get you, you need some reading glasses. Ten Guiding Disciplines for a Stressless Business and Life. And then the Office Pride Commercial Cleaning Culture Book, Commercial Cleaning Services Culture Book. Orlando, did you look at any other uh, off, uh, franchises when you were thinking about? I mean, you've been a Christ follower for a long time. You're, you've met Troy, you met Todd's brother, and you're, you're, you've been own, running your own commercial cleaning business. Did you look at any other franchise opportunities? Was Office Pride the only one you looked at? Office Pride was actually the only one I looked at. It was enough. I didn't need to look anywhere else. Uh, it had the structure uh, that I was looking for. Uh, it had the growth strategy, uh, but more importantly, it had the leadership. Uh, and, and Todd really sealed the deal with me when the first time I've ever talked to Todd over the phone, uh, we had never met each other before. And I, and he, I said, Hey man, I'm really excited about you guys, uh, allowing us to be part of Office Pride. You know, we're really excited. And he, his, and his comment was, we just pray people in. We don't look for them. Mm. And 
that really sealed the deal with me. So I knew that at that point there was no reason to go out and try to find something else, that this was the system, this was part of God's timing, and this is what I needed to be a part of. Well, and obviously here and I work for him, you know, we're not here selling franchises. We are, I am excited about Office Pride. And, and what I love doing is highlighting the God stories behind the scenes that are going on because you, Orlando Pitts, as a franchise owner, are encouraged to live out your faith in what you do each and every day as an Office Pride franchisee. And that's what I love about what Todd Hopkins has set up for all of those out there. So for all of our listeners listening all over the First Coast, Jacksonville, Folkestone, Georgia, St. Augustine, and all over Tampa Bay, just know that there's some opportunities. And if you're looking for a Christ-centered franchise organization and to start a new business, you need to check out Office Pride. OfficePrideFranchise.com, OfficePrideFranchise.com. Todd Hopkins from Office Pride. He's brought another one of his franchisees in from Madison, Alabama. We've got Orlando Pitts. He's got a franchises in Madison, Alabama, and in Birmingham, Alabama. Now, Madison, just outside of Huntsville, Alabama. And if you don't really know where that is in Alabama, apparently all you have to do is say Roll Tide and they'll make sure that you get to the right place. All right. But you, as any regular listeners of I Work Rim, know that college football, not very high on my list because I grew up in Minnesota. So I don't really understand what the, 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 passion behind college football <laughs> because it's just embarrassing but okay let's talk about real stuff because what i want to hear orlando is let's just talk about okay you could have gotten a franchise anywhere but you were on your own and how many years were you on your own as a business owner before you got it became an office pride franchisee it was right at about a year um i was out on my own we had grown a little bit and uh we were we were out there about a year before i was approached by his brother uh, with the office product concept. Okay, but you had restaurants for how long too? Before I had a restaurant, I had a restaurant for ten years. And was that a uh, franchise or was that your own thing? That was my own. Okay, all right. So you see, so had eleven years of working out there on your own. And you've had four plus years of working as an Office Pride franchisee. Talk to us about the spiritual impact of being on your own and living out your faith and your work, and now being an Office Office Pride franchisee. How? How has being part of this team, the Office Pride franchise, encouraged you in your faith? It's it's been great. Uh, I mean, anytime you're around leadership uh, like we have at Office Pride, um, that doesn't beat people over the head with their faith. But we don't run from our faith either. It's it's definitely an encouraging environment to be in. Um, we've grown tremendously. Um, when I first started out, we were. I think when I was approached by Office Pride, we may have had two or three employees. And so over the span of four years, we had 70-plus employees. Oh, wow. Uh, and so we've grown tremendously. Sometimes I sit down and uh, me and my wife uh, always laugh about this. We'll laugh about $55 every two weeks because that was my first account. And I almost didn't take it. Um, I, was, I was actually going to get another job. So how I actually started this company, I actually stole a mop bucket and a vacuum cleaner from my wife in the trunk of my car and I went to go uh, around different office spaces and try to find somewhere to clean. And so to go from accepting, uh, we had some, somebody that told us, yes, you guys can come clean it. I told them I didn't know if we could do it because $55 every two weeks was not enough to take care of anything. <laughs> uh, and I remember driving about a half mile up the road and I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit say, if you be faithful over a few things, I'll make you rule, rule over many. Mm. I did a U-turn in the middle of the road and told the guy I'll be there tomorrow. That's how we actually started this company. So when me and, ever me and my wife say fifty-five dollars every two weeks, we laugh about that now because if you fast forward, you know we're seventy-something plus employees. I don't know, we're cleaning probably one hundred and twenty accounts, uh, and it's just been awesome. It's been an awesome ride. 
Wow, that's amazing. Now, you were just mentioning your wife. Is she is she or other family involved in the business with you? So my son, uh, who's 20, uh, he, he was involved. He's, he's, he's worked for me for about a year. He's in, he's in the third year in college. We're very proud of him, but he's doing his internship with a local uh, company now for the government. And uh, we have our 15-year-old who fill out an application. Uh, he's willing to come on board. And uh, so we'll see if he'll get a job or not. And uh, <laughs> I love that. Making him go through the regular process. Uh, yes, yeah, so I made my oldest son go through the interview process with one of my managers. Uh, and uh, my, my youngest son, he was calling, checking on the status of his application. I think he may have put me down for a reference. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would mean he was smart. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> and uh, making them go through the whole process of it. And uh, my wife, I brought her off for a job, which was one of my best phone calls me and Todd ever had, because when I first came to training, uh, my goal was, Todd wrote my goal on the board in front of the whole training class, it was to bring my wife off of her job. Mm-hmm. And so two years after we started off at five, I was able to call my wife, tell her to turn her resignation, she never had to work again. And so now she's in the office, she's fully engaged, fully involved, uh, and we're doing great. Todd, these kinds of stories get reproduced around the country as new people start Office Pride franchises. And and I know that you started this company on prayer. I mean, you you like you said, you're you're not out there hunting for people to buy franchises. You're praying them in. What does that really look like in your headquarters as you run an organization that really ministers to how many franchisees you have out there across the country? We have 130, and I'll tell you, it's it's. When folks come in, we have a discovery day. So when a prospect, uh, someone who's looking at Office Pride franchise, they go through several steps and eventually come in and they get to meet us, look under the hood. We get to meet them and then we'll, you know, we, we pray together. We'll, we'll discuss it the following week and, and we really try to determine is this the right business for them? Are they the right person for us? And we're, you know, we're willing to say no and, uh, but you know we we have some good yeses and but it I tell you that what Orlando just shared um was a great story I mean to be on my side of that phone call when he was able to call and say that Tawanda had just given her resignation and uh, for her job and two weeks uh, she'd be able to uh join him there in the business or or be at at home whatever they were going to choose to do uh, that was a thrill cuz it's mm-hmm. You know what we try to do is help franchisees achieve their goals, and not every, not all franchisees have the same goals. But one of their goals was, and she traveled internationally, and you know was for her not to have to do that anymore. Right. You know, it's such a um, an encouragement to hear that you you know you. It, a lot of people, I think, we assume that it's all about the sale, and it's all about oh, just selling another franchise. But I. Um, I've heard you say more than once, Todd, that, you know, you're willing to say no if if you feel it's not a good fit, even sometimes for the benefit of the person who's inquiring, not for Office Pride, but to say, you know, I don't think this is the business that you're meant to be in. Um, how how does that compare to the norm of other franchisees? Well, I think, you know, there's a lot of franchise systems out there that are, uh, they're just selling franchises. And if somebody says they want to do it and they got the money, they, uh, but we, we've just learned that's just not a sustainable model, at least for us. You know, mm-hmm. we, we value culture. We want people who are going to really be 
a part of us, and we want folks to succeed. And so if, if there's a false start, uh, I mean, you know, the prospective franchisee, they lose their money, and we lose a lot of time. Uh, so it's that, that's not good for anybody. So we look for a win-win, and, and we want to have peace about it. So I have learned, you know, doing this 26 years that if you don't have peace about it, you don't want to move forward. Well, and really, when you look at, Todd, you've got opportunities for people to open up franchises all over the country, but right here in our direct listener area, on our terrestrial radio listeners, you've got opportunities in the cities of Brandon, St. Pete, St. Augustine, Jacksonville, uh, You've got, but you've got opportunities all over the place. If they would just look you up online, officepridefranchise.com, officepridefranchise.com, they can get a hold of you and just have a conversation, right? Well, that's right. So it's it's very possible that a listener just knows somebody somewhere in the country. They think, wow, this would be a great fit for, or even someone you know who already has a cleaning service like Orlando, uh, who uh, really uh, would love to leverage their, you know, commitment, their desires, or can-do attitude with a really good brand and and systems and structure to to grow something bigger and better. So who should consider, as people are looking at new starts, fresh starts, they're setting up goals for 2019, who should consider being an Office Pride franchisee? Well, it, it, we, we do look for qualified candidates. So uh, first, you know, when somebody says, what's your most important characteristic? I always say a can-do attitude. But we, we like can-do attitudes, but also a history of good decision-making. I mean, people who put themselves in a position to be able to invest in a business and, and grow something you know, for themselves, uh, who would value the uh, faith-based culture that we have. That's that's really what we're looking for. Uh, it does take some working capital, and, um, you know, we have a franchise fee. There's just so much that, that, that happens, but, you know, we have all those details on our website, the officepridefranchise.com website. Orlando Pitts, you made that decision over four and a half years ago to become an Office Pride franchisee. As you look at your marriage, how has this impacted being a part of a franchise organization like Office Pride? How has it improved what goes on at home? It's it's, it's been special. Um, one of the things that I talk about is boundary setting, and uh, for for me and, and my wife, one of the things that I've never uh, done is when I walk in, in the house is I don't talk about office pride. This is when she was in the corporate world. And so, uh, I always shut it off. I always try to set these boundaries. But now that she's a part of it, it's been great because, you know, it gives her the freedom. Um, she works hard. She still goes in every day. Uh, she's at, she's at work. As a matter of fact, holding down the floor while I'm on the phone. <laughs> but, uh, but one of the things is, is, is seeing the, the stressless life that I've that Office Pride has been able to afford us, uh, the structure, um, the financial freedom, because uh, that's very important as well. And just see a lot of pressure removed from your wife to know that, hey, I don't have to be in there at 8 o'clock in the morning. I don't have to fight through traffic. I can I can spend more time with the kids. We can invest in each other. We can, we can do a whole lot of other things uh, that we couldn't do before when she was out working and I was out here trying to trying to build a company, and now we're in a position where we can build it together uh, as a as a husband and wife team, which is not always easy. <laughs> but uh, what do you mean? Wait, now, now your wife's not here to defend herself. <laughs> what do you mean it's not always easy working alongside your spouse? And I you, didn't say it was her fault. I just said it wasn't easy. <laughs> and she's, you know what? The phone's ringing right now. It must be your wife on the phone. You said her, your wife's name was Tawanda. Tawanda. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. you know. 
I think we should give her a chance to <laughs> pipe in after that last comment. Yeah, no, we we know firsthand what it's like to work together with our spouse, and it is a it is a joy, and it is also you know a challenge, yeah. and figuring that all out and doing that. But at the same time, you guys have grown. This is so amazing from just a couple of employees to seventy employees. Um, do I would have to bet that you have a, a good relationship with those employees? Tell us about that. Yeah, we try to. Um, you know, the challenge is that the bigger you get, the more you become, the more barriers become between you and the employees. Yeah. Frontline employees, where I used to know everybody's name, know everything about them. You know, I'm not part of the interviewing and hiring process now. And so, what I, my job is now, and our job is now, is to have a good relationship with our core management team. You know, our supervisors, our team leads, our office managers, and make sure that we're inputting into them the type of culture we want brand throughout the whole uh, office pride uh, brand and so it's a challenge uh, when you're spread in two different cities and you have as many employees as we do uh, but it's also you know something that keeps us on our toes and uh, uh, and then when we do hear about stories within you know our regular frontline employees uh, we try to figure out ways how can we impact their life how can we change it um, and how can we improve their lives mm. Now, that's a phenomenal approach. Just living out your faith in everything that you do each and every day as an Office Pride franchisee, that's fantastic. Orlando Pitts, thanks for sharing that. Hey, you're listening to I Work For Him as Martha and I talk with Todd Hopkins and Orlando Pitts. Now, we're not trying to sell you a franchise, but what we love, what Todd Hopkins, as one of the sponsors of I Work For Him, brings stories from his franchisees about how they're living out their faith in their work, but he's also offering up opportunities to our listeners to open up franchises within our listening area. And because that listening area literally spans the the globe, wherever you're listening, you can go ahead and reach out to officepridefranchise.com, officepridefranchise.com, and find out if there's an opportunity in your local area, but specifically in Jacksonville, St. Augustine, St. Pete, and Brandon, they are looking for growth in those areas. Check it out online, officepridefranchise.com. All right, Todd, I want to just take a step back for just a second and talk about the the business tree, not not of Office Pride, but the stuff that you're doing on the side with the young professionals groups here in Tampa Bay. Talk to us about that ministry and, and where, how that's going. Yes, well, uh, we have a ministry here in the Tampa Bay area and in other cities around the country for a Christian Businessmen's Connection, CBMC. So our focus here is really on the young professional. So someone who's under 40 and that age keeps bumping up a little bit. These guys are getting older. but So maybe under 45, uh, businessmen, it's a men's ministry. So we have a group here that meets at my office, 10 guys that didn't know each other before we started four years ago. They meet once a month for three hours here in my conference room, really walk through life together, high-level spiritual development, high-level business teaching. And uh, another group uh, that meets here on well, actually, one group's tomorrow night, another group on Wednesday, and then there's four other groups now, Jim, that's meeting. And, and right now we're training them to be leaders. So I tell you, these young guys are everywhere, but there's a shortage of leaders. And so we're developing leaders, and, you know, the, the number keeps growing. 
Yeah, it's one of the things I've been talking to the CBMC folks and, and some a bunch of other groups around the country said, OK, we've been discipling uh, old guys uh, for a really long time. Guys that are now 50, 60, 70 years old. Enough is enough. Let's start having them mentor and disciple the young guys, the the Xers, the millennials. That, let's start having them do that two on two or one on one organization where, where, where the old guys can feed their wisdom, their spiritual wisdom, their worldly wisdom into the younger guys. That's where we're, we we need to we need to flip that switch here pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, and I tell you, the young guys love it. They they want to hear from the old guys because it gives them a chance to kind of jump years ahead right. in thinking and just personal relationship with the Lord. Uh, you know, that's why their wisdom and in, in living out uh, God's word in their life. So, I tell you, Jim, uh, tomorrow night I'm really excited. We I created this workshop. Uh, and this worksheet, I'll, I'll tell you these three questions if I can. Sure. This is what these ten guys are going to do tomorrow night. They don't even know about this yet, but um, unless they're listening to the show, business, yeah, business. That's right. Unless they're listening, they'll they'll know today. Business Eternal Impact Worksheet. So the first thing they'll do is go through the first column says ministry impact or eternal significance made through my business in the last two years. So just to go through and do a self inventory. What has happened ministry-wise or that's eternally significant in my and through my business in the last two years? The second column is we take each of those and we'll say, okay, how, how may God be calling us to, to make that 10 to 100 times bigger and better, a 10 to 100 times more significant? And then, uh, then finally, they'll take each one of those and identify their first step in the next six months to create or boost momentum. So these guys are really digging in to say, hey, we only live once. How can we make sure we don't miss what God is wanting to do in and through our business? And these guys all go to different churches. Uh, They're just pouring into each other, and and it's a really cool thing to see what the Lord's doing. You know, it's so great to – I know that the younger generations are hungry for people to pour into them and ask them the hard questions because – they're smart, they're doing good things, and they're looking for that, but they need somebody to, to kind of, you know, ask those tough questions and really get them to assess it. So that's exciting. I, I would love to hear, you know, how that affects them and what they're able to do with that. But, you know, we all have a hunger for somebody to feed into us, and that's exactly what you're doing. So, Todd, if somebody wants to get involved in the Young Professionals program that's going on here in Tampa Bay, how do they find out more? Well, they can go to cbmcyp.com, and that's our local Tampa Bay website. But really, anywhere of, uh, around the country, they could plug into there and you know send in their contact information. And uh, Dan Shock, our local guy, will connect them with uh, a leader in, in any market in the United States, really. So cbmcyp.com. Orlando Pitts, back to you in Madison, Alabama, where it's beautiful and sunny all the time, as long as you are an Alabama fan, apparently. Okay, so talk to me about how, you know, as you've gone from three employees to over 70 employees, how has that impacted your ability, you and Tawanda, and your team there at Office Pride in Madison, Alabama, and Birmingham, Alabama, how has that impacted your ability to be generous and impact the community? Wow, so it's um, it's been good. Um, we we constantly give to St. Jude's Hospital. That's one of my wife's passions. Um, we give to our local downtown rescue mission. Uh, we give to another local ministry, a pastor by the name of uh, Willie Biggs. He runs a mentor. 
chip program for young men. Uh, I think he has about 30 young men under the age of, uh, I think anywhere from the age of 18, 12 to 18 that he mentors. Uh, and then he gives to another ministry called CL Holly Ministry, which is a grief ministry. They travel uh, whenever tragedy happens uh, in high school. Uh, they travel and speak to uh, kids from, you know, all over. And so this past year, uh, we were able to give away over $20,000 uh, just over this past year mm. uh, because we don't we don't base our success off of revenue. We only base our success off of how much we're able to give away. Mm. That's powerful. So how do you involve your employees? Do they know what you're giving to, and do they have a, um, a say in that? Or um, how is that being um, an example to the employees? Uh, we've just recently... Uh, began to talk to our, our employees and management team about some of the things that we do because you're right, they didn't know. Uh, and, and we've even had brainstorm uh, meetings where we, we say, hey, let's make some suggestions about some stuff that we want to do. You know, and, we, and we've got some really nice, you know, ideas that come out. I know mm. uh, next month uh, we're just going to go to some local grocery stores here. And we're just going to stand at the end of the line and help elderly people pay for their groceries. I mean, it's... it's, it's like some of the stuff is so simple, but it can be so impactful of what yeah. you can do. Uh, we're going to go, and we don't do residential cleaning at all, but we're going to actually uh, develop a strategy to be able to go in and help people clean their homes who are dealing with dialysis and cancer patients. And so those are ways that we're going to try to, and we want we want our employees to go in and do this volunteer their time and their efforts so that they can receive the impactful reward off of it as well and not just us. Great idea. Orlando, before we run out of time today, you've got an opportunity to speak to a big audience here in, in all over Florida. Why should somebody consider becoming just like you, an Office Pride franchisee? Well, I think it, I think that, uh, that you can grow on your own and that you can be impactful on your own. But when you buy into Office Pride, when you, don't, when you just invest in Office Pride, you're getting years of strategy, years of know-how, years of, of a perfected product that can transform you and that can push you uh, years in front of what you're trying to get to. I always knew that I could be big, but when I saw Office Pride, I knew that it could get me there faster. And since we're all on borrowed time, getting there faster was more important to me than getting there on my own. So, but, but, and it wasn't too humbling to say, I can't get it done on my own. I need help. That, that, I mean, was it worth, has it been worth the investment of partnering up with Office Pride? Oh, yeah. It's, it's been worth the investment because you don't just partner up with the corporate office. You don't just partner up with Todd. You partner with every other Office Pride across the country. And so everybody's invested in everybody's growth. And that's what's made this thing such a blessing. That's what's made this thing so different. That's what made it so meaningful. There are three things I promote. That's family, that's God, family, and office pride. <laughs> I love that. Todd, there are tons of people listening today that maybe they're not going to be Office Pride franchisees, but maybe they have friends that are looking for jobs or they've got kids that are looking for jobs. How can people find out if there's opportunities to work for Office Pride here in, in within the I Work Room listener areas? Well, uh, certainly in Tampa, there's lots of opportunity, uh, so they can go. We have a website called officepridejobs.com, so you can go there and put in your zip code, and, and that can connect you to a local franchisee. Um, so that, that's one way. And then, of course, in Jacksonville, we're hoping that uh, we'll be launching there in January. So, uh, uh, you know, as growth occurs there, we will have opportunity in Jacksonville market. Excellent. 
Okay, we're closing out the show, Todd Hopkins. I, I want to make sure people know. You've got opportunities in what cities in Florida do you want to hear from people about? Well, uh, certainly here in the local Tampa market, anywhere in Tampa, but we're specifically in need of a franchise who can focus on Brandon and also in St. Pete. Uh, we've got St. Augustine available uh, and uh, uh, still uh Jacksonville's large enough to have more than one, so we're uh, we're still looking in Jacksonville. That's exciting. Todd Hopkins, Orlando Pitts, thanks for being on our work for him today. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. For thanks having for having us. us. Mm-hmm. Make sure you check these guys out online, officepridefranchise.com, officepridefranchise.com. You won't regret it. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is definitely our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.